0: Hello, buddy, and welcome back to The Sellouts. I'm your host, Cameron Bradford. I'm your co-host, Jackson Fleming. put the knife down. Whoa. Put the knife Why? down, Jackson. It's nice. It's Jackson. a nice knife. dude, get away from me. I'm not even freaking kidding. I'm going to get Nikolai. I, I will hit you. I'm going to get don't Nikolai. Don't get Nikolai. I'll hit you. I'm going to go grab him. You're going to go grab Nikolai. <laughs> Why are you getting him for? I don't want him here. Nikolai. Hi, Nikolai. Hello, my friend. <laughs> it is so good to be back. You've never been on this podcast.
1: <laughs> well, he was outside, so I thought might as
0: well bring him in. Yeah, he likes to watch through the... I do not like to watch through open windows. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how's your day going, Nikolai? Uh, it's... Uh, it is bits and pieces, as they say. It, uh I went to shopping mall. You have this... Um, the shoe store. We don't have shoe store. We mm-hmm. just. We go to cobbler. He makes shoe. It's brown leather. That's it. That's all we have. <laughs> that's. It's very nice Nikolai. And uh, shut up. I'm not finished. So anyways. I go in and I look. I look at these shoes. And these shoes. They're pieces of shit. I, I just. There's no way to put it. It's. This Nike. Fucking Air Force shit. And these Everything is air. I don't. I breathe that in every day. I don't want that in my shoe. <laughs> so I breathe, you know, it's this air shit, this air fucking crap. <laughs> so I look at shoe and I turn to my left and there is this uh, African-American boy and he is also shoe. And I look at him and I say, you people buy this crap. I come to America and, you know, you fucking Americans and you're shit and, you know, are your capitalist scum. <laughs> You buy and you buy, but you never give money back. See, back where I come from, we give money to people. And people buy food. I see people starving and... Okay, okay, Nikolai. You freaking communist. Okay, I'm not nice. communist, I'm so... Sh- shut up! Shut up. It's the same thing.
1: Is it the same thing?
0: It is not the same thing. I don't He says it. He says it's shit and, But it's different You see um, Socialism is for the people you know, we, you know We get it Seize the means of production With its communism And getting them mixed up again <laughs> See I told you They're the same thing Okay Now before Nikolai leaves Do you have anything you want to say to Nikolai? Any questions? No, no Fuck you <laughs> All right, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> I hope he never comes back. Yeah, yeah, I said that. All right, he's just going to stand in the corner. Um, <laughs> <that was laughs> why did you make me do that?
1: That took everything in me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, sorry, why did you make Nikolai do that? <laughs> He's a very good man. He just he he likes to talk about his communism and how bad you know, yeah. how much we spend on shoes. I don't know why he brought the African American thing, in. that was kind of weird. It
1: was, gone off topic.
0: Yeah, he's <coughs> you know how the Eastern Bloc people are. Uh, but anyways, how h- how are you doing, Jackson? Doing good. I don't doing know how to good, move man. it on from here. I don't know how to move it on from here. Uh any anything new in your uh, sphere? Mm. Have we talked about about your uh, your music career on here?
2: I don't know, maybe
0: Well, here you go, free plug
1: Well, I um, have a new song coming out soon It's getting mixed We uh, finished recording it A couple, maybe a week ago, a week and a half ago um, Draven Skaggs is mixing it And mastering it He's working on it right now as we speak and uh, hopefully it'll be out
0: in less than a month. What's the name of your band?
1: My band. It's uh,
0: Atlas of the Dogs. Now, where did that name come from? Well, we
1: we've had a few names, and we're not really stuck on this one. Really? Yeah, we like it. It's just we jump around a lot. So
0: I think I think if I had a band, I would just call it Denim.
1: Denim. That's
0: actually a cool name. I think that'd be pretty sweet.
1: I might steal that.
0: That's fine. As long as you give me credit. Okay. You can say denim stolen by stolen yeah. from
1: Well anytime anyone asks, How did you come up with denim?
0: I'm Just saying, tell them. That was that was Cameron's dream yeah. when he when he had a band. <laughs> yeah. So I took it. It's
1: actually kind of a neat name.
0: Well there you go. You can name your band Denim.
1: But yeah, the song's called
0: Abort and it will be out
1: everywhere. And uh
0: how how many songs do you have out? Is it this one?
1: Uh for the band mm-hmm. just two at the moment. But for my stuff, around five.
0: That's good. Yeah. Uh is this new one you're coming out with your favorite or do you do you not have one uh, in your
1: particularly? No, this one was hard to record. It was hard to put out. It was it was sad. It's not a very fun topic. Yeah. It's, um it took me forever. Mm-hmm. To even, like, mess with it mm-hmm. Like, we wrote the song six months ago mm-hmm. Recorded some of the parts And I had the lyrics I had the vocal parts, the melodies, everything And I just wouldn't touch it Because mm-hmm. it just made me sad every time I sat down Yeah But um, I finally made amends and did it There you go And it sounds... I think it sounds pretty cool. It has a lot of different moving parts, and um, do you, you have for it.
0: do you have a favorite song like of the ones that you've recorded?
1: Mm, they all have their own like personality, mm-hmm. you know. They all have their own like time stamp, too, mm-hmm. and, and their own story. So it's hard to like say yes, this is my favorite song, because um, it goes deeper than that. It's like. Not only just the song But where was I mm. Whenever I wrote it How was the production Like, like who's a, on it you It's know. like a time capsule Yeah it really is Um Terry Open was really fun mm. Um That was our first song we released And We had no clue What the hell we were doing I never recorded Any rock music I'd never mm-hmm. Even made really Any Rock music like that Um we wrote that song two years ago, mm-hmm. and it took us a year, a little over a year, to get it out. COVID and everything kind of slowed mm-hmm. us down, but um, yeah, I'd say that if I had to pick one, it'd probably be that one.
0: Well, there you go. Are you liking? Uh, are you liking the new the new band?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's different. It's different. Yeah, because. Um, Everybody in it is in another band So there's a lot If not several other bands So yeah. there's a lot going on Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to have You know, it's, it's hard to Figure out times where everyone's free And mm-hmm. then figure out times that we can even rehearse So we don't really rehearse a lot mm-hmm. But we also don't have any shows coming up until September We haven't booked anything hmm. So we're probably going to, but we just kind of. I've just been lazy. No rush. Yeah.
0: Laid back.
1: With my mind on my money. My yeah. Money my
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know who sings that. That just came in mind. I'm no own. clue who sings
2: that. Oh
0: well. I
1: didn't want to guess because I know I'll be wrong.
0: Yeah. Uh, what's good? Um, how's the? Well, other than the podcast, of course. How's the recording? studio going along you know man i don't really do it a whole lot
1: anymore you don't no just kind of phased out or um i got tired of working with the artists they're horrible like at least around here like if i if i live somewhere like nashville Mm -hmm. you know where you have like everyone that you run into plays an instrument and
0: is really good you know I would definitely. Now, now are you talking about skill-wise or yeah. you t- uh, I thought you were talking about personality-wise. I was about to make the joke. I can't imagine people from the art community having a terrible personality. That does Both, that. really. Like
1: yeah. a lot of people don't want to pay. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll they'll come in here and spend hours upon hours. We'll write this song. Mm-hmm. I'll help produce it, I'll re- record it, I'll mix it. I'll be like, "Okay." When like and then they're like, "Okay, can you just give it to me? I'll pay you later." I'm like no, bitch, I'm not gonna give it to you. Yeah. Like you can pay me, mm-hmm. and and it, it's really annoying because I'm a lot cheaper than like if you go to a, a legit studio, mm-hmm. like not a home studio. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna pay paying anywhere from three hundred to seven hundred just to get it mixed. Mm-hmm. That's not recorded. That's not written. Just that's nothing. That's just mixed. To get it recorded, it's going to be about 500 I mean, we're talking about a $1,000 thing that I'm doing for roughly three, you know, mm-hmm. in total. Recording, mixing, mastering, producing, all of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, But you know what, man? I've actually been th- considering picking it back up. I think you should. And uh, hiring a couple people to do it for me so I don't have to do it, the mixing part of it. Mm-hmm. That way, that I can just I can deal with the personal aspect, the meeting, the artist, finding the artist, mm-hmm. you know, having a meeting with them, because I typically do that before I invite them to my home. Mm-hmm. I'll go meet them at like a coffee shop or go get dinner with that's them or something. Probably smart. And then I'll do all the recording because that's easy, you know, get that knocked out and then just send it off and have someone else do it, mm-hmm. so I don't even have to touch it make more money that way
0: that's probably a pretty smart idea you gotta find someone whose stuff you like though
1: yeah i got somebody oh you do yeah draven oh he's a guy that's um mixing our music right now and producing it so Mm -hmm. he's he's pretty good
0: nice well i'm asking you all these questions because after you know we record each podcast episode i look and it's me talking the whole time, and then it's, <laughs> it's like, it's amazing the difference. Mm. It looks like, uh, like you have two snakes, mm-hmm. and it's like one just ate like a whole bunch of stuff, and mm-hmm. then the other one is just eating whatever's left. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's just, it's most of my time, like, I talk a lot. You're kind of supposed to, though. Yeah, I am, I guess I am technically the host. Uh, the only the only time that I'm not supposed to talk is whenever we have a a special guest on, because yeah. they're supposed to do the talking. Yeah,
1: and even then, you know, you should still talk more than me.
0: Mm. But I always like to get your perspective on things. Yeah, because I,
1: I, 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 you know,
0: yeah, you always I throw in on it. You, you, you always, you, like I said, you're always that voice. You're always like, hey, quit sniffing your farts, man. Hey, right. fart sniffer. Yeah, calm hey. down. Hey. hey. They don't smell that great. Okay. <laughs> Can smell them from here. Right? <sniffs> Smells like shit.
1: That's my okay. favorite part of this though.
0: Yeah, smell my parts. <laughs> 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 oh, that was good. Thank that was you. a good one. Thank you. Uh I you know, last episode, uh, I actually I'm gonna start this out because they they won't hear this for probably two months. Uh we have I me. I am inept when it comes to technology. Mm. So my laptop at this very moment recording this, I I, I don't really want to say the date. It's in June. I'll say that. Mm. Um, I cannot get my laptop to play sound. <laughs> and it's been that way for two months. So how I've been doing the episodes is we've been putting them on YouTube And I've been looking at the subtitles, like those closed captions Mm. that that automate. And I'm like, that's what the topic was. That was the main topic. And so I'll put that out there. But we took things off YouTube because that was way more difficult. Mm -hmm. And somehow I have to fix the audio on my laptop so then I can figure out what the topic was. Because I'm looking at these episodes. I have four that are ready to be uploaded. Yeah, And I can guess what two of them are, but the other two I can't guess. And I, I want to put them in order because what we typically do is we bring up past topics and people yeah. are going to get f- confused if I don't put them in order. I'll get confused if I don't put them in order. And so that that's why it's been like upload a month, upload, because it's like, okay, well, we changed it. <laughs> and now I got to figure out how to use my computer. So... That's uh that's why people call me a boomer. Yeah. So you really are. I'm I'm an old person. But it it's it's weird. And we've talked about this before, but I'll bring it up again. It's really weird cuz it feels like uh, and I I might just be sniffing my farts again. So, you know, if I'm wrong. I feel like people come to me with like a lot of problems because they they see me as kind of that older personality. Mm. Because it seem it seems like when someone has like just this really hard thing they're going through, they always come to me to talk about it. Like my friends do, uh, my family does. It seems like you do too. Mm. Um, and and I I don't know. I, I guess I'd rather have that than understanding technology. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know it can be kind of flat and boring sometimes. But I, I don't know. It, I wouldn't say that. Would you say that's inaccurate? That um, um, people people come to me for on certain things
1: so I can't really speak for anyone else I can speak for me though yeah that's what I mean I would say um for me not really not really Uh, I think you're just a good person Mm -hmm. and it's kind of rare these days you know so getting someone who is a good person and will tell you straight up be Mm -hmm. upfront with you be honest um, even though even if you don't want to hear it Mm -hmm. Like I know, if I come to you with something, you're gonna tell me what I need to hear, not what <laughs> I want to hear.
0: <laughs> I've also been told that too.
1: So I, I would say,
0: for me, that's why. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I, it just it's it, it interests me because uh, I I always I have that same thing too, where I always go to a certain person. Mm. Like it if uh, it, it's either I base it on if they've been through that before. Or if it's just I know they'll they'll give good advice, mm-hmm. it kind of thing. I mean, I guess that's really the same thing. But uh, it it's okay. Well, they've done that before. They've been through that before. Yeah. Like, um, I wouldn't go ask my my baby brother for dating advice mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know he's a he's a child. I I would go ask like my parents or some like someone older than me someone yeah. who's had more experience um i wouldn't ask someone who's a teenager or my age because yeah they they have the same yeah. issues that i do we want to know too yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just you're just you guys are just as confused as i am right um but the same thing if i go if i if i have a problem with technology i always go to my my friends cuz all my friends are good with technology you're right. pretty good with technology uh the the musical side yeah. uh i have friends who build computers yeah i go to them for a week. wow so you have me who i'm like holy crap that light bulb runs off a potato <laughs> and then you have them they're like oh yeah blah, blah, blah. and then they're like yeah yeah, your, c- your CPU something, I don't know, computer jargon that mm. goes right over my head. But then we, you know, we talk about um, kind of the psych- psychological and philosophical side and that's kind of where I step in because mm-hmm. that that's stuff that interests me and w- when whenever they want to talk about that stuff, I'm that person, mm-hmm. right? It's... You wouldn't talk to someone about social and human interaction you wouldn't ask an introvert about that and right. I'm, I'm an introvert, but um, I, I don't know I, I always push my, I always push myself really hard mm-hmm. like I, I say hi to strangers and I, I try to learn about people mm-hmm. because um, I, I know I know this about myself so I don't know if this makes it better I'm, I'm very socially uh, awkward. Gotcha. Like I say things, and I don't, I don't understand why people get upset, kind of, kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And and it, it's like you said, I, I I say it straight up because that's that's just how I talk. Yeah. I I don't I don't want to beat around the bush because it that just wastes people's time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm gonna, I'll sometimes if it's a really big decision, I'll sit on it for about a week or so, and if it doesn't change, then I'll do it. But like if it's someone asking me my opinion. Well, I'm going to give you my opinion because you asked for my opinion. I'm I'm right. not just going to say, oh, well, you know, it's it's, it's however yeah. you you know, it's what it's what you want kind of thing. It's like, well, I don't really think that's a good idea because this this and this. Yeah. So, um, that I, I've been thinking about that because we talked about, um, uh, you know, death and and stuff like that, and then we we mentioned, um. Uh, Things from the from the Bible, hmm. kind of like that, and uh, it was it interests me uh, because of the way people perceive the Bible mm-hmm. and how you how you look at things, and so I I looked at how I view the world, and how I view the world is that. Honesty is the best policy and is kind of <laughs> I'm I'm kinda getting way off track. But if you take what the Bible says face value, because you, you were talking about sea monsters and behemoth and seven headed dragons. Right. Right. And you were you were talking about that. You were like, Well, you know, I don't I don't know if I could take the Bible seriously. Um do you have stuff that um when someone passed away they handed down to you? Uh can you give an example?
1: I have a jacket from my grandpa.
0: Right, and that jacket reminds you of your grandfather, right? Mm. So symbolism. That is a symbol of your grandfather. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Right. Uh my grandmother left me her SUV when she passed away. That that SUV every time I see it it thinks it makes me think of my my grandmother. Mhm. Well, hum, human symbolism, and I, I, I diverted away from what I was saying earlier. Sorry about that. Um, humans have a natural instinct to create symbols, right? Um, have you ever been walking, uh, let's say, down, down a riverbank? Uh, remember when we went hiking and there was just a huge rocky area? Mm-hmm. Did you pick up a rock? Of course. Why? Tell you exactly, because that is human a human brain looking at a rock symbolizing something you have to pick it up, mm. right Rocks and stones throughout history has been a symbol of humankind because rocks are unchanged, sturdy, and they come from the earth, just like humans, right mm-hmm. If you, if you take humans from the 1600s to now, the way they see the world is different, but the way they think is the same. Right. Right. So stones, right, represent humankind, right, mm-hmm. in the most simplest form. Uh, and that is why, right, you picked up the rock, but you don't know why you picked up the rock. You just look and go, that rock sticks out to me. I'm going to keep that. I bet you still have it too. Possibly. It's somewhere, but you still have it, mm. right? I still have the rocks I picked up. Uh, I'll give you another another big example. What's the most satisfying shape? Circle. Exactly. Why? I don't know.
1: <laughs> no edges
0: it's been that way since the circle was a thing the wheel right mm. cheese is made in sphere. a sphere, w- sphere right the earth is made the earth is a sphere right mm-hmm. circle is completeness right if you have a circle it's complete right no irregular edges it's perfect mm-hmm. right the circle of life what yeah. about that that's crazy right Mm. Uh the spiral is another one that occurs in nature a lot. Humans like spirals. Mm-hmm. But if you if you look at patterns too, some of the most satisfying patterns follow the same. Polka dots, right? Um z- no, zebras have stripes. <laughs> I was about to mess up. Uh stripes is another one. Um I'm trying to think. Domes. Mm-hmm. Right, we build domes. We build huge, huge, elaborate structures that are circles. The Colosseum is a prime example. Sports stadiums are pr- are prime example. Yeah. Right. Cities are built in a circle. They have a center and a radius. That's true. Right. Uh, there, there's been civilizations that have been built around a circle. This table is a circle. But if you... Uh, clocks are a circle. Right? The mm-hmm. sun is a circle. The moon is a circle. If you look at these things, it is pure symbolism that we get from everyday life because it's what has been passed down. Who taught you what a circle was? Nobody. Right, well, it was probably you, you knew what it was, but they were like, "Oh, this is a circle, right, oh, but it was your parents or yeah. somebody like that it's passed down, right no one no one had to teach you to pick up a rock, you just did that, no one had to teach you to like a circle, you just did that, uh, I, f- I feel like I'm getting carried away again, um I'm following you. you're following me, yeah. okay, <laughs> good, because I know sometimes I'm like. Queow, 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 queow. I'm, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, The the cross, do we wear? Huge symbolic meaning. What does it stand for? Crucifixion. Right? Why is a crucifixion so important?
1: Jesus died for, for us. For what reason? For our
0: sins. Yeah. Jesus took all our sins as his own. He mm. wiped away our sin, right? That is a very powerful meaning. In just one symbol. Right? Swastika. This sw- yeah, swastika, <laughs> right? And there the swastika was an important symbol before a certain particular time period. Mm.
1: Right? We don't have to get into that. I was just joking. Yeah.
0: But it is. It is. Mm. It it's a symbol now because of a funny mustache man um that strikes fear. You see it and you go uh I should be afraid of that, right? Mm. Uh, it's the same way with sh- with uh, the dark. Why are you scared of the dark? You you may not be now, but um, yeah. to some extent, all humans are scared of the dark.
1: Of course. Why? Have, I mean, if you think about it, like our primal self, mm-hmm. you know, monsters are out there.
0: We didn't really understand what was going on, right? So, if you look at the way horror movies has changed, right? What did it used to be? It used to be unknown monsters and creatures, right? It used to be werewolves, vampires, um you know the undead mm-hmm. uh, Satan and demons. Mm-hmm. What is it now? What do you see in horror movies now?
1: Kind of the same stuff, right?
0: Serial killers, right? Yeah. What do serial killers represent? Crazy people? Pure animalistic evil Because Mm -hmm. what were we What were we hiding from What was our Primal self hiding from in the dark Animals Mm -hmm. What are we hiding from In the dark now Animals It's just a different shape Right It went from Jaguars and tigers and Bears oh my (sighs) I couldn't Mm -hmm. help myself To demons and vampires and werewolves and witches and all kinds of evil to serial killers and rapists and murderers because we have a fear of the evil that lurks in the dark because the dark is an eternal symbol for evil and that has to do with humans can't see at night Mm -hmm. right I don't, I don't doubt for one second if humans were nocturnal, we'd be scared of the day. It's true. Right? Yeah. But the symbolism is everywhere. Humans can't get away from it. Even if you're not religious, you can't get away from it. Right? Yeah. Because uh, I, we've discussed this before. People who follow science and believe in science to an absolute degree are still following symbolism in some way because they believe that science will lead to the answer of their creation
2: mm-hmm.
0: versus following a religion. And that is why you see a lot of people who don't aren't religious and they follow science.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They become religious with it because it is their religion, because humans have a natural instinct to follow a religion and that has to do with you know humans seeking symbolism in some way because it's so powerful Mm. it's such a powerful thing sex is a powerful symbol that's why you see beauty especially as a man you see the beauty in the form of a nude woman Mm. right people have been carving nude women since they could right there's there's cave paintings, there's stone carvings, there's wood carvings. Any time period you look, there's nude women. Because the female body is one of the most powerful symbols for men. It's not the same for women, but the female body represents pure unaltered beauty because it's created in nature. That's Just true. you look at you look at a at a beautiful woman, the same way you look at a beautiful mountain range.
1: Maybe not, but
0: well, it, the same way it takes your breath away, yeah. right? If you see something so like if you see gorgeous, mm. scenic nature, it will take your breath away the same way if you look at a beautiful woman. Yeah, because they're both beautiful things that come from nature. Definitely, and it, and you know, as I view the world created by God, mm. right. There's powerful symbolism in both those things. That's why you see Mother Earth, right? You don't, in some cultures it's, you know, Father Earth, but in our culture it's Mother Earth. Earth, um, nature is a female, Mm -hmm. and it comes from the female body being that pure, serenic form of nature. Best thing on the Earth. Mm Mm-hmm right but the bible is the same way full of symbols right Mm -hmm. now some things are supposed to be taken at face value right and that is the lessons that it teaches Mm -hmm. the lessons that it teaches are supposed to be taken at face value the stories behind them I feel are not not necessarily the same way right um and, and you really have to break it down, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, Jonah and the giant, giant fish or whale, right? Now, there may have been a person who was eaten by a giant whale, right, and was released later, mm-hmm. right? It's not unheard of. But what the whale symbolizes may be different. Mm-hmm. It could be a symbol. The story could be a symbol, of the lesson that's supposed to be learned.
1: Yeah. Right? Like an old lifestyle.
0: Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean, that doesn't discount the Bible in any way. That doesn't discount Christianity in any way.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't mean, just because the Bible is full of symbolism, doesn't mean the Bible's not true. I agree. Right? Mm-hmm. Just because the Bible's full of symbolism, Doesn't mean God isn't real Because who created these symbols Who created this Unbelievable attraction to these symbols God did Right Mm -hmm. And you see that At least I do Yeah I would agree You you. see that with a newborn baby You see that with You know as we said The beautiful serene mountain range You see that with a beautiful woman Right Mm -hmm. You see that in these things. You go, something holy created that. Mm. It's
1: so weird that you bring this up because I had the same conversation today. I, well, I want to hear it. Um, I was talking about creation versus evolution. Mm-hmm. And I'm not taking a stance. Well, I am going to take a stance, but that's what
0: this podcast
1: is about. <clears throat> but creation, the idea that, you know, Everything was created in a week, mm-hmm. seven days, and then evolution being that you know Big Bang and mm-hmm. you know whatever. Um, but I was Maddie actually asked me like, "What is creation? What, what mm-hmm. is that? What is that referring to?" And um, you know, I was telling her, you know, some people do believe that and take what it says in the Bible very literal. Mm-hmm. And think it is okay. Earth was created in a day, and or er, and everything was created in a week, mm-hmm. uh, according to us, a twenty-four hour day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I ar- would argue that we have no clue. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have no clue what a day is. Mm-hmm. What a day is referring to is just a symbol of mm-hmm. the amount of time because that's what we like to use. Is a mm-hmm. week. A week is comfortable with us. It's good, good amount of time, mm-hmm. you know. A day to God is eternity. Be, yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, <clears throat> that's that comes back to like what you were saying about mm-hmm. science and and religion can coexist mm-hmm. in the way that maybe evolution is true, maybe the Big Bang is true, but
0: but God caused it,
1: right? That doesn't say that the Bible isn't true. It yeah. doesn't say that God isn't real. If anything, it just proves it even more. Because in,
0: And I was actually going to bring this up because uh, and I don't think I have to say this. Anyone who watches this, this podcast knows I freaking love dinosaurs <laughs> and prehistoric creatures. So the Bible talks about these large, in our mind, mythical beings like Leviathan. Mm-hmm. you're like well how could this giant serpent thing live in the ocean stuff like that exists mm-hmm. right there was there were reptiles the size of blue whales some bigger mm-hmm. that lived in the ocean right yep still there were giant fish that lived in the ocean mm-hmm. have that, you seen those squids the colossal squids those things are huge mm-hmm. like the size of ships and see that, that's where the symbolism comes from real life mm. Right You see on these maps ha- Have you ever looked at an old uh, Seafaring map Mm-mm. How you have the You have the little little Like sea monsters Mm-mm. Speckled around the maps no. People when they used to make seafaring maps They used to draw sea monsters on them Really From From stuff they saw Well you look at these And you're like where did they where where did they get that from? The they the the old the probably the most common one I've heard is uh, mermaids are from sea manatees because they saw a sea manatee and they didn't. You, you got to think that this is some person in the fourteen fifteen hundreds. You know, who's never seen anything like this before. And goes, mm-hmm. oh, what's that? It's a fat woman. Yeah. Right, and they're really horny. On yeah, a boat. They're on a boat for six months, yeah. seven months, some, seen a woman in a for while. years. Right, and some of these people have seen Greek mythology, mm-hmm. right, and have heard all these stories about sea monsters, and um, a lot of them were dehydrated and famished, and you know some of them had scurvy because they didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, heat, it's hot heat, out there, right. But you look, you look at these things, and what do these sea monsters symbolize?
1: Are you asking me?
0: It, it, I'm asking you, but at the same time, it's kind of rhetorical. Mm. What is the scariest part about the ocean? The unknown. Exactly. Yeah. And when you are terrified of sea monsters, what are you going to see?
1: Scariest thing
0: you're going to see sea monsters.
1: Exactly. The scariest looking sea monster you've ever seen. You're going to draw it. Exactly. Even scarier than how you remember it.
0: And and this goes back to that symbolism thing. These sea monsters embody the pure fear of the unknown. It's the same way with the dark. When people don't know something, it scares them. That is why, and see this ties, that is why death is so scary. Mm-hmm. Because people don't know People don't understand it. People don't, they can't wrap their, hand, their, their heads around it. Right. And that is why these things are so scary. Because, and, and that's why these just horrifying symbols come from it. And these horrifying creatures and these, these awful monsters come from it. Mm-hmm. It's because we don't know. Yeah. And our mind makes stuff up.
1: You seen that video? It was going around a few weeks ago that shark Mm-mm. it looked like a megalodon it was a video of the shark swimming it looked like a cruise ship maybe mm-hmm. all these people were gathered out looking down and it's swimming I'll see if I can find it later it looks like the size of a megalodon mm-hmm. it's insane
0: and everybody's like freaking out on the boat mm-hmm. it was, it I, was yeah, I'd probably be freaking out too yeah and um, that that's another what is if if I asked you the if you try to f- physically make the scariest thing you could think of from the ocean what would it be i don't know i've seen some creepy stuff for for your everyday average person the answer would probably be a shark exactly right and what is what is probably one of the all-time favorites as far as horror movies go, it's called classic Jaws. Jaws, yeah. Because Jaws, the shark, symbolizes a fear of the ocean and a fear of sharks at the same time. Mm. Because not only is it a shark, and this was back before people didn't under it, this was in the seventies, and pe- mm. y- you got to think people didn't understand anything about sharks. It was very limited. Um, the nobody researched them yeah. because they just you know, it's a fish. Right. Who cares kind of thing. Um and you know, you had your few um but it's a shark and people didn't understand anything about sharks. They didn't understand how they worked, mm-hmm. how they hunt is completely alien to anything we have, you know, that we experience. Really. Um and how and then you you times that by it's the ocean, what if there's actually something that big out there? So it's those two fears working together, mm-hmm. and that's why that movie did so well, mm-hmm. and that's why that movie works so well as a horror movie. And you, you know, of course, you've had a lot of remakes and terrible, awful, just, just awful. Sharknado. Yeah. Well, Sharknado is purposely terrible. They, the
1: Meg. Remember that came out like I haven't watched five that five one years ago.
0: I know Jason Statham's in it. So bad. Really, so dumb. Well, and see, and that comes from we know more about sharks now. We know sharks aren't bloodthirsty in right. eating humans, and so that takes away fear of that symbol. That takes away part yeah. of what makes that scary. Because you go, oh, well, you know, I know a shark wouldn't do that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you no, know, I, I know sharks aren't like that. I don't know. I don't trust them. You know, see sharks are sketchy, mm-hmm. but once you kind of look into how a shark works, sharks are really sharks are really intelligent, mm-hmm. right? And they seem simple because how they how they work things out is simple. I I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh but I'll go over it again. When you want to look closer at something, what do you do? Get in no, I mean, like, what, what do you do with it?
1: Like something physical?
0: Yeah. You want to look closer? Mm-hmm. You pick it up, yeah. and you hold it, and you touch it, right? Right. What do sharks not have? Hands. Right? Yeah. So how, is, how do a shark figures out what something is? It bites it, mm. right? And that's why you see all these uh, these people that get bit by a shark, and then the shark leaves. Right. It's, it's not misidentification. It's just they don't know what it is and that that used to be a common misconception is they they thought you know if you're on a surfboard yeah you you're going to get bit by a shark because it's going to think you're a seal sharks aren't stupid they they know when they look at you you're not a seal mm-hmm. it's the ones that are like what is that yeah i got to figure out what that is that that's when you get bit right yeah um in you you look at you know and there's countless amounts of research on sharks now that you can you can look it up and you Mm -hmm. know you can fact check me um but knowing that I look at I look at sharks and I go okay I've 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 kind of figured you out Mm -hmm. a little bit right I kind of understand how how your world works it it works like mine but you you're a completely different organism so it's going to be different kind Mm -hmm. of thing um so, but you can look at a at a shark movie and go, that's not realistic. Right. When Jaws came out, people would look at it and go, that could happen to me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why serial killer movies are scary. In the, the killer thriller movies mm-hmm. where bad bad things happen, you have a person attacking. Why? Because you look at it and go, that could happen to me. Mhm. And you you have that attachment plus the fear of the unknown. And yeah. what is the fear of the unknown? The dark.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because no matter what, humans will always some part of humanity will always be scared of the dark.
2: Yeah.
1: Aliens is a big one too.
0: Exactly. The unknown. Right. Exactly. That that's another good point. Space. Right? Mm. We don't we don't know anything about. I mean, we know, you know, barely s- some stuff about, yeah. but it's we we, we, we pretty idea. we pretty much don't know anything about space. Yeah. We we know kind of how it works around here. Past that, I doubt we know much. Yeah, it's kind of just shooting in the dark. Uh, we don't know what's out there. I i i i actually didn't used to believe in aliens, really? uh, and then someone kind of uh talked to me. About it, I, I had a discussion with them, and they brought up a really good point. We don't know if God created other life forms, right? We said, you know, uh, you know, God created us in His image. Well, He could have created things that didn't look anything like Him. He was just like, Psh, yeah. I'll mess around, right? Who, who? That's true. We don't know, and that 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 goes back to the it. It's just we don't know what He does he knows what we do. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's a it's a one it's a one-way mirror kind of thing. Yeah. Um but I, I didn't used to believe in aliens. So I, I would I watched the alien movie. Uh I actually was traumatized by the alien movie when I was little. Really? Yes. Uh and it it had nothing to do with the alien. It was the chest bursting scene where the mm. dude's chest gets ripped open. And it's because it I I rewatched it. It still looks real.
1: Yeah, they did a great job. They did a
0: really good. Yeah, they did a really good job with the special effects. But I remember watching that, and I was like, "What if that happens to me?" Yeah. And I, I, I just, I, I was absolutely traumatized. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't my mom's fault or anything like that. They, I was, <laughs> I, if I'm being honest, I was probably old enough to be like, eh, whatever. But I was just like, it, <sighs> it was so bad, and I had never seen yeah. anything like that before. Just where it was, a, it it looked real. The gore did. The alien, you know, it it looked like a puppet. But the the goriness looked real. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't ridiculously over the top. It looked like someone's chest was being ripped open. It yeah. wasn't like, you know, uh, like Resident Evil, yeah. the movies where they fucking blow somebody up kind of thing. It was, it and it and it happened like that and it it was over mm-hmm. and they didn't talk about it anymore
1: <laughs> These are such good movies. I love alien movies. I
0: I like the uh I like the the first one. Uh I haven't watched the second one all the way through. I Haven't either. I liked Prometheus. Prometheus, Prometheus was, was pretty good. good. I haven't watched the new one.
1: Have you seen The Covenant? So
0: that no, That's called? the that's the new that's one. The I haven't seen that one. It's pretty good. Uh, it. Was it Ridley Scott that directed it? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I forget who directed the first one. I think it was James something. Um, but the the artwork uh, Geiger, the person who drew the alien and came up with the concept art for Alien, put a lot of symbolism in it. Really? Yep. The alien monster is supposed to be industrial. Um. Sexual In a lot of the things it does And I forget the third one I forget what the th- uh, Sexual mm-hmm. How? So <laughs> The alien's head is shaped like a penis mm. Right It's phallic shaped As a matter of fact if you go back and watch the movie There's a lot of phallic shapes Throughout the entire movie The face hugger is a vagina mm. If you look at it um but and and also how the how the alien creature acts it doesn't act like an animal it acts like a a serial killer hmm. right stalks stalks hunts uh they make a couple references to rape in the movie when the animal attacks somebody and then it kills but if you go re if you go rewatch the movie you you'll see it yeah, I, I actually I looked at an analysis of the movie and they broke it down and I I was like you I was like, <laughs> sexual, yeah. And then they they show it. Uh, there's a couple times where the alien brings its tail between its legs and sticks it straight out. Really? Now, why would it do that? What would be the purpose of yeah. bringing it between its legs and sticking it it's straight only,
1: out? I want to look it up now.
0: But, um. And that goes back to a very important symbol that humans have had, you know, since since we were created, and that's sexual, right? And it goes into the darker aspects of sex versus the more lighter and beautiful side of it. Hmm. Um but I thought that was pretty interesting. But it's I think it's it's mechanical uh oh, uh arachnid. Was the was the third one, but it's mechanical, sexual, and then um, it's supposed to be arachnid or spider-like. That's why it has long, spindly limbs.
1: Yeah. What was the name of that monster? What of the actual alien itself?
0: Uh, xenomorph. That's right. But if you if you look at it, you can see it has a very feminine figure um it it was really interesting i i i actually i'm gonna plug the the youtube channel that i watched wow you're right i
1: didn't really think about its head looking like that that's interesting
0: but yeah does the that that changed in in uh i'm usually really skeptical when i when i watch um film analysis because when when people analyze things and they look at things and it's in human nature I do it 100% um, we put our own opinions in the analysis because we can't help it Mm. we're very biased everybody is Yeah. Um, but the name of the channel is Collative Learning so C-O-L-L-A-T-I-V-E and then learning But he makes really good stuff. But what do you Mm -hmm. think about that, about the Alien movie?
1: About the sexual references? Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It makes sense now that I'm looking at it.
0: Have you seen The Facehugger? That one is the most obvious. (laughs) But, um... Oh, shoot. Yeah, (laughs) I saw your face. Yeah.
2: (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't like the look of that.
0: Yeah. You don't like it? I mean. <laughs> but um, the the reason, because uh, the mechanical one uh, is, is kind of a long explanation. The sexual one is, is the more obvious of the two, or yeah. of the three. The arachnid one was the one that interests me the most. Yeah. Why are people scared of spiders?
1: That creep me out. I don't know.
0: Are you scared of spiders? I don't like them. Why?
1: I don't know. Something about the amount of legs it has. I don't know. It's
0: alien. It's different. Yeah. It's about as far away from you biologically as you could get.
1: Yeah, but is it much different than like a centipede or something? Like what makes that?
0: Well, what I'm saying though... You find those things creepy because they are so vastly different from you. Mm. And it goes it goes back to sharks, right? Sharks are extremely different than you. Yeah. Right? The same way insects are. Insects creep people out. I I think it has a lot to do with the legs in the way the way spiders hunt. Sp- the way they move. Yeah, right. Spiders yeah. seems to be the biggest one. I've met people who are more scared of crickets. Than there are spiders. but no, Crickets don't bother me. But spiders, spiders is the one that every... Well, I, I'm i not scared of spiders, but I, I'm not going to lie. If one jumped on me and I wasn't ready for it, I'd yeah. freak out. But um, I don't mind spiders. But spiders are the ones that people are most afraid of. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with how they hunt, the predatory style, uh, the way they slink around and are dead silent. Right, you don't know there's one there until you see it. Yeah. Right. They're dark colors. They have a lot of eyes, and they move really quick.
1: But what makes it different than? Cause like I, you know, living in the basement, mm-hmm. I have centipedes like constantly, and those little like.
0: Uh, well, are you more scared of centipedes than you are spiders?
1: They don't. Really Why bother me? I don't know. Something about a spider man. Just Spider Man. No, I just don't. I don't like them. They just look weird. But here's the thing like, you have a point. Yeah, they are as different. But if a spider, if any bug was any bigger than Mm -hmm. it is, it would be considered a monster. If it was our size, it would Mm -hmm. be a monster. Exactly. We just, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, it's just a bug.
0: You know? you know, thank goodness it's small. Exactly. I'm more scared of mosquitoes than I am of spiders. Really? I don't like mosquitoes. I don't like mm. I don't like things taking my blood. Mm. That 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 is something that makes my skin crawl. And there there's you know, like most fears, there's symbolism behind that too. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm very biased because it's my own fear, and I don't understand it. Right, much like you don't understand why you're more creeped out. By spiders than other insects. Um, but centipedes and spiders hunt in very different ways. Mm. And also, you are more likely to see a spider than you are a centipede because they hide. Centipedes don't like being an open view.
1: Maybe it isn't centipedes that
0: are down here then. Well, no, hey, you're you're probably seeing house centipedes. Are they long and have a bunch of little legs and their their legs are kind of long?
1: No, they aren't that long,
0: not that long. Do they have long, little, thin legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably a house centipede. Yeah. But see, house centipedes are fine. They actually, uh, they hunt, like, and kill brown recluses and stuff like that. So they're really? not bad to have around. Yeah, and they don't bite you either, unless you like, like, pick it up. Yeah. With your fingers, like, if you like, gently put it on your hand and put it outside, it'll be fine. I usually just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> or you could just leave it alone. Yeah, that's just what it is. Okay. Yeah, like stay, stay stay over, over there. there. Yeah, stay over there. We'll be yeah. fine. Um, but it, it it is because they they defy what we see as a living thing. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, like we're a mammal. We look at other mammals different than we look at all other forms of life. It's true, right? If we if we look at a dog, we're going to look at a dog different than we're going to look at a snake. At a snake, right? And you know, we'll look at a dog different than we look at a cat, we you know. But the the thing is, we look at a mammal different than we look at a bird, at a snake mm. or at a, at a reptile and an amphibian. We value a mammal's life more than all other f- other uh animals, like kingdoms. Right, we relate to them more exactly right we have a we have more of a connection, right, and it's the same thing we we have more we're likely to treat warm blooded animals than cold blooded animals better yeah so mammals, birds, stuff like that that's probably
1: why like the whole stigma with like dog people and cat people is mm-hmm. because the people who get cats are very similar to cats mm-hmm. that's why they like cats more but and a dog person that
0: you know exactly
1: so like you can look at someone and be like oh yeah they're probably that's a cat pa- person yeah
0: exactly because they're they're real quiet and they stay away from everyone right like a cat like-, like a cat does <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I think i i think i got what you're gonna say that's okay that was a good one by the way thank you um but yeah, you can look at someone and you go, "Oh yeah, they like dogs," yeah. or "Oh yeah, they like cats." Um, and the history behind dogs are, is actually really fascinating. Mm. And I'm a, I'm just, I'm a dog person. I I hate cats. I I can I can stand a cat. Mm. I can be like, "Oh yeah, it's a cat," but I yeah. I have very few cats that I've actually ever bonded with. It's just I don't know something about them. Um, but uh humans and dogs how they've uh you know kind of throughout history been together is really fascinating because no other animal can you point and it'll be able to follow mm-hmm. with the exception of humans of course but yeah. dogs you can point and give a verbal command and they know exactly what you want
1: yeah i mean uh, what other creature on this planet has a bond with another the way that we have with dogs.
0: Well, some, but it. I, my my point is, not even chimpanzees can do that. There are. Yeah. yeah. Well, I humans are different. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but I mean, like, uh, there are other animals that bond with other animals, right. but not not the same way. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But but my what I was trying to my my point. You can point and tell a dog what to do. You mm-hmm. can't even do that with chimpanzees. It's true. Which is supposed to be our closest rel or closest relative, like great apes. You can't point and go, go get that, and th- they won't do it. They won't. They won't understand. Yeah, dogs do. Dogs understand by the tone of your voice, even you know, even when they're puppies, that they've done something wrong, mm-hmm. and they understand when your voice changes in pitch. You're feeling a different way. They can look at you and know that you're something's bothering you. Mm-hmm. They can look at you and know you're in a good mood. Yeah. They they pick up on these psychological and emotional differences.
1: We can even do that with them, you know? Exactly. I can tell what Sage is, like, feeling. How, like, if she's sad, if she needs to go outside, just by her facial expressions.
0: And that, that is because humans and dogs have been together for so long and you know, I'll go into evolution a little bit. Humans have co-evolved with dogs mm. because it's mutually beneficial. Dogs get food, which they need to survive, and humans get a companion mm. and uh, additional help when hunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- this is a very, very extremely mutual uh, uh, beneficial relationship. We haven't bonded that way with cats, you know. Cats, we bond with cats because I, I, cats want attention. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, I don't understand what people get from cats. Once again, not a cat person.
1: Yeah, doesn't really provide anything.
0: Exact. It, well, in my point, it, exactly. Um, but from from dogs, I know what I can get from a dog. Mm-hmm. Right? You you have almost it, it a best friend you you have you have a family member kind of thing. And it's really crazy that in 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 my opinion, and I've I've heard people say this and, you know, I've I've denied it. Dogs are different than all other animals in the animal kingdom. Because of how they they that that history with humans. As far as like a human perspective they're different than any other animal.
1: You disagree with that?
0: No, I at 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 one point I did. Mm. Um and then I actually looked into it. And I'm like, "Holy crap. Yeah, they were right. Uh, my uh, I guess where I disagree is kind of when people go, "Well, you know, I'd save my dog over another human being." I go, eh, "Okay, it's still just a dog." Okay? Yeah. That and see that that's where I get in the disagreeing part yeah and that that part I still disagree with unless like they're not worth the shoes they're walking in maybe I I wouldn't save a child molester over my dog just because I don't my value system it, it all depends on your value system if you don't value human life you're not gonna save human life regardless uh you don't need an incentive. It someone could say, Hey, do you mind if I kill this person? And you go, yeah. whatever. Kind of thing. It it's where you where you value human life. And yeah. that, that's kind of the that's a whole nother <laughs> that's a yeah. whole nother discussion. But back to the dogs. And knowing this history kind of enforced my <laughs> my opinion on being a dog person I'm like that's amazing yeah it's pretty cool in every society had had a dog yeah every human society in some form which is really interesting
1: that is interesting
0: but hmm. just I, I thought that was pretty sweet it is makes sense um shoot I don't think we can beat that.
1: It's hard to top a dog.
0: You know, yeah, I know, right? What time is it? Yeah. Uh, anything else on your mind? Mm-hmm. We talked about symbolism, dogs. What else did we? We talked about. Uh, I guess I could I could bring up the. I I cut it off earlier because I I didn't see where I was gonna go with it, so I took a different angle. Mm. Uh, so that's why it kind of was weird. I started talking about honesty and stuff. Um, uh, for, I don't know. Have, have, have they ever told you that honesty is a gray area?
1: I thought we were talking about dogs.
0: We were, but now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going back to a topic that I skipped over. Uh, has anyone ever told you that honesty is a gray area? That sometimes it's okay to... Been the truth if you don't uh, to not hurt people's feelings.
1: Yeah, I think you should.
0: You think you should? Yeah.
1: Why? Um, I think if your wife comes up and says, "Does this dress make me look fat?" You should say, "No, honey, it looks amazing, and you're beautiful."
0: <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> is your really wife fat? Doesn't matter. Uh, my my point being i i mean i don't I don't think you should just go nine, but you're fat yeah it it's the thing where and and yeah i i get where you're going with this yeah um
1: I think honesty can be kind of harsh at times, and uh always being up front mm-hmm. isn't always the best. Best way to go about. Well, that's
0: so you gave one situation. What would another situation be?
1: It could be any situation, because I think sometimes when someone comes to you, in that moment, they don't like telling them the truth isn't what they want to hear.
0: They so, hear. should you tell people what they want to hear?
1: Let me let me finish. Okay. Someone, whatever happens, mm-hmm. you know, it could be family member dies, this, that, you know some things need time for the honesty to come out i think honesty should come out but sometimes it i think uh i've had that issue of being honest and very upfront and i don't think it's always the best way or the best way to handle it um just because it can uh kind of hurt the person more at that point in time rather than if you just said what would um, I guess ease them and -hmm. then like for instance let's just talk about the dress making me look fat Mm -hmm. you say no of course not you look amazing but then you could subtly do things you know um if you know
0: I have the perfect you know exam. what I'm saying like, yeah no I, I get what you're saying uh, it's it, it's not really that it's a gray area it's that time heals is kind of what you're saying kind of yeah. time time ease. you should always say the truth but not always in the heat of the moment right yeah. right and that makes sense I would agree with that yeah. Uh, I actually had if, if someone ever asks you does this make me look fat then the answer is always no of course, but uh, I've heard a really good solution, and I've decided to share it with you guys. Let's hear it. Don't tell anybody because this is a secret. Um. Say hey, I was thinking about getting a gym membership. Mm. If I start exercising and working out, would you go with me? Yeah. I would. I would really enjoy having you there with me. Yeah. That would be kind
1: of what I was about to say, but I mm-hmm. didn't want to say that.
0: <laughs> I know that would. Mean, we're we're giving away the secrets.
1: Yeah but i mean it could be that or diet or hey let's you know
0: i feel like more people cuz i i've always had this uh there's nothing i can't stand more than someone who says they're fat and doesn't do anything about it that hates hates how they look and doesn't do anything that yeah, there's true. there's nothing that drives me insane more and i i've dealt with it a lot mm. um but there's nothing i it dry it <laughs> it drives me up a wall mm-hmm. when someone goes, oh man, I'm I, I just you know am I fat? Cause I'm really fat, and I go I don't think so. And they go well, I know you're just saying that to make me feel better, and I go okay. Well, why'd you ask? Yeah, and then you go and then they go well, what should I do about it? And you go okay, well, you know, I would say lose weight. Yeah, <laughs> and then they complain and complain. Um uh, but if you don't think if you think you're fat and think you should lose weight, lose the weight and quit whining about it, good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not scared to say this. Uh nobody wants to hear it. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna you know, you don't have to agree with me, but I'm coming out right now. If you are overweight and aren't doing anything about it, all you're doing is whining and complaining about it. Uh it drives people nuts. They just mm-hmm. They don't wanna say that because they yeah. don't wanna hurt your feelings yeah uh and and i'm I'm only saying this because that's the only way you're gonna improve your life because that that's what happened to me I used to get I used to get uh called scrawny all the time mm-hmm. and i used i used to hate that I was scrawny, so I started lifting weights, yeah, and now people go that's all you can lift and I go, God, it never ends <laughs> yeah,
1: it never ends,
0: but that's besides the point. That That's more of a, I, I find that funny more than yeah. anything. But I, I will say this right now. If you are a person who thinks you're overweight and you complain about it, and then you don't. Now, saying I'm going on a diet and then doing it for two months and then quitting and not exercising, that's not doing something about it. You have to exercise yeah. and change. You have to change your lifestyle yeah. if you want to change how you are. Uh, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. You, you you know you you've done a lot of nutrition stuff. I'm sure you agree with that.
1: Um I agree to an extent.
0: It probably not the whole, you know, yeah. what I said earlier.
1: I I just think that it's it's not as simple as that. It's kind of a simplistic way of
0: thinking of it. Now, well, I I guess um I I understand that people do do stuff about it. Mm. it it's the people that i know don't do anything about it like yeah. like i'm not gonna look at someone like who's jogging like and is actually exercising and then they're like oh man i'm not seeing anything i'll i'll go and i'll be genuine about it i'll go no you'll you'll get there keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. i'm not gonna look at them and go Psh, quit complaining yeah it's the people that that don't yeah they that sit on their ass watch yeah. tv uh, and complain that their life isn 't going anywhere, and they don 't do anything yeah those that specific group of people, no other group mm-hmm. that specific group of people drives me insane yeah it 's like a heroin addict complaining they 're addicted to heroin and they keep doing heroin
1: yeah but that 's what it is it 's it 's yeah. an addiction it 's an addiction, know. and it 's very difficult to break
0: and and <laughs> very controversial. I'm sure you're going to think it's controversial. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes they just need that push.
1: No, yeah, a thousand percent. Oh, okay. I
0: thought I thought you were going to disagree with me. No, because, uh, no not at all. I-, I
1: would do it in a nicer way.
0: But... Yeah, I wouldn't look at him and go, come on, tubby tits, let's go take a jog yeah. kind of thing.
1: <laughs> but you have to
0: I mean, think so of it wild. in
1: a different way. You're thinking of it from your perspective. Yes, I your know. Your perspective is a guy who's been relatively lean his entire life. Never really had an issue. Always had energy. I used You're to be outside, chubby. But you weren't chubby. Like you weren't overweight. You've never been no. overweight. You've you I understand have had that. an extra few pounds,
0: but are you saying I have like, skinny privilege?
1: No, I wouldn't even say that's the thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it. You have to keep. Oh you no! To think no. of like
0: I, I'm. T- I, I fully understand that.
1: It's, it's almost like the fear of the unknown mm-hmm. of, you know, growing up in a household of, of eating McDonald's every day. You know, I'm not saying I did, but I know a bunch of people who have, and then it's like that's ingrained in you from, you know, when you're mm-hmm. born. That's all you know. You don't know what, like, what to do. You know no, I like, fully I fully get I'm that I'm overweight. I and I am only eating, you know, a few cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. you know, I cut back. Nothing's happening. I switched to diet coke. None's nothing's, nothing's happening. Yeah. You know? And that's like a, you know, funny way of thinking about it, but mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much it, it's an addiction and it's not necessarily an easy thing to do if you haven't done it before. Once you're in it, mm-hmm. once you run. And you you start to love it once you start lifting, you start to love it mm-hmm. but if you've never done it and you're you know twenty five thirty five and you've sat on the couch all day, your body has no it has no clue mm-hmm. like what any of that is like it's uh it can be a little bit more difficult
0: see there you go, being the voice of reason again, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're here for, I guess that's true. But I I, I understand um, it, and once again I'll, I'll go back. That's how I was raised. Mm. If if you have a problem, fix it or shut up, kind right. of thing. Um. So, there it's you not go. a bad bad no. thing. No. Know. Um. And and so, like you said, from my point of view, I'm looking at this person that's you know complaining mm. and whining, and then. I would just do something about it, kind of thing. And instead, I'm seeing this person, they're like, oh, my life's never going to change. And I'm just kind of like, well, you have to do something. Mm. You can't, it's not just going to fall out of the sky. Because I I know I have those moments, too, where I go, where I go, dude, it's going to be like this forever.
1: Yeah. But you also don't like comfort.
0: You enjoy testing
1: yourself, you enjoy pushing yourself. You you go for a run. You want to see how far you can go. You want to
0: yeah. I I actually feel guilty if I don't. Right. I get like this like um it's like this voice. It I'm see I, I told you I'm going schizophrenic. I'm hearing mm-hmm. voices, but it's like this voice that's like, well, that sucked. You could. <laughs> what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Lazy. I have it too. Right. Uh, I don't know. And I think it's a good thing. It's a good thing. To yeah. Have. Uh, I feel like it's extreme sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah. sometimes it's like, well, I'm hurt. So? Yeah. Get up! Kind of thing. Um, but it, it's kind of like both extremes. What is going on with the TV?
1: It's just loading screen.
0: That's cool. Anyways. Oh sorry. I, You're good. My, my, uh... ADD. Yeah, my ADD or whatever they call it now is kicking in. Um... But it I it, it's 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 really hard to can kinda see it. Um would you consider yourself an empathetic person? Um
1: I would say. Probably.
0: Probably. You don't sound very sure.
1: <laughs> I mean compared
0: to what, I guess. I just personally, because personally, I don't think I'm very empathetic. I, I don't I would think say I say I am. pers Personally, I don't think I have a lot of empathy for other people. Same, yeah. So, and I mean, I would agree with you because you just talked about. Well, you know, you don't, You never know what somebody's going through. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. Uh, yeah. A <laughs> little more than I should be. Yeah. Uh. Well, no, it's it's not a it's not a bad thing to be. It's it's when you start feeling. Empathetic for terrible people, like yeah. that. That's when that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. Like you would never look at someone who like just raped a bunch of people and be like, "Well, you know, he came from a rough." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you would be like, "Holy crap, that yeah. dude's that dude's a bad apple." Yeah, I've met people like that. By the way, really? that were so empathetic that they would feel em- like empathy for just awful people. You're like, how could you feel? Yeah, like. I get like you you're fascinated and you want to know what made him that way. Mm-hmm. That's different. Yeah, it's not like well, you know, I think he's being treated harshly because he <laughs> he went and killed a bunch of children. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. It's it's different. And and see, I I lack I always have people tell me that I'm very empathetic. I don't get it cuz I don't feel like I have a lot of empathy. I feel like if I look at someone uh I can I can and see that that's that's one of the problems that I think that I sin constantly is because I, I I judge, I judge people, because I look at them, and I see. What they're doing, and I go, what, what are you doing that for? Hmm. how stupid could you be? Kind of thing is what I think a lot, or I think like, quit being a bitch, or could you know stuff like that. Right. I'm like or like I I just a lot of a lot of times I think I just don't care kind of thing. I I don't care. Mm-hmm. is what I, is what I think a lot. And so when when people look at me and tell me that I'm actually, you know, I'm imp- do you think I'm empathetic? Do you think I have a lot mm-hmm. of empathy?
1: Yes and no. I think you're just very blunt.
0: I'm very blunt.
1: I think you're you do for certain things.
0: I have empathy for certain things. Yeah. Well, it just one,
1: depends, probably.
0: Could you give examples? Because I'd like to know.
1: Well, I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't it's, it's really just, know.
0: Just shoot nerf darts in the dark. I have no clue. Um, I know one that I do is children. Yeah. I'm very empathetic towards children.
1: I'd say, like, animals, too. Yeah.
0: Um yeah I would agree with that, especially dogs yeah um but i know I know I'm very empathetic towards children, especially small children um because i I have a mm. little baby brother, so yeah. I get it um yeah um I'm not empathetic for the most part people my own age unless i I actually understand what they're going through because right. if if I see someone crying and they're crying about something that I would never cry about. I'm like, really? Yeah. Kind of thing. But if they're if they're crying and something bad happened to them, I'm going to look at them and be like, okay, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. I may not comfort them, but I'll go, I understand why you're upset. Kind of thing.
2: Yeah.
1: You ever thought about, I don't mean this offensively, but um, maybe you're like on the,
0: on the spectrum? Yeah. I've been told that. Maybe a little. <laughs> the schedule thing. <laughs> you probably
1: I, are. Huh? Like functioning.
0: I'm high functioning autism? Yeah. I, I
1: mean, a lot of them have like drive to do something. Let's say uh, A lot of, I only know this because my brother is autistic.
0: You know what we should do? What? We should take an autism test on the on the podcast.
1: How about you taking autism? Wait,
0: that's that's what I meant. I I don't want you to take one. I'm we can take one, or I can take one. Okay, I Let's think do that. that'd be pretty interesting. I'll find out if I'm high functioning <laughs> autism or not. Live on the sellouts. <laughs> we'll make it an event. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's your fault. But like, um, like like sometimes when people are really upset, I f- I actually feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. Um but some cases i don't and then some cases i think they're weird for crying mm. my problem is is i don't know if that's normal <laughs> i don't know um and and it's the same it's the same thing when um uh, the only exception is mad like i can understand why people get angry i'm like oh yeah i'd be mad too yeah it's almost all the time it's like yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Go ahead. Mm. Go ahead.
1: Do you ever get like sensory overload?
0: No, I don't, actually.
1: Like people touching you?
0: Uh no. I don't I don't mind if people touch me. Mm. Um I don't big crowds stress me out. Um, but I don't know. I feel like that's most people. Like, I don't, I, I can, I'm okay in certain big crowds, but like, I don't know. I, I've never like had anything like that. I don't, I don't have sensory overload is what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm probably high functioning autism. Not diagnosed though. Not diagnosed yet
1: yeah, until the next episode.
0: Well, it'll be, it'll be, yeah, that's fair. Will I be diagnosed live? It won't be live. Um, recorded on the sellouts. Find out. I, I feel like we should just end it here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> I like how it ended with you
2: last.